Hello and welcome to another episode of the Geek Free Radio Hour. I'm Doug. And I'm Kaylin. And this is the Geek Free Radio Hour episode 77. Woo! I did it. You nailed it. For a second, I couldn't think of what episode we were on. How are you doing? turning these out. We are. We're doing a good job. I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty well. Pretty well. Wow. Who's that? Look at us. Are we thriving? I think so. It sounds like. <laughs> um, well, last night we went and hung out and we went to 3BR in Keyport. Yes. And I am like so upset that we haven't been there before because that place ruled. Yes. You should have went up to the owner and been like, I didn't know you guys existed. Oh my God. I, I am so glad that you were. <sighs> this past Wednesday, <laughs> Kaylin came over very early to the shop, like as we were open. Yes. She literally opened the doors with me. And this one guy came in and he said, how long has this been here? I think he was the first person to walk in. I didn't even know this existed. Yeah. And I'm like, when people say that to me, it's literally the most insulting thing. Do you know how hard I work to make sure that people know that I exist? Yes. <laughs> like, it's so fucking hard. Harder than I have to think any of other place social media posts, yeah. sales, fun things. We do a podcast that we do. Like, I do so do much stuff. Club. We have a we book do... club. Yeah. You have the free library, like, yes. yeah. I am literally, like, I try to do, like, clever, fun th- ways for to be like, hi, we're here, without being annoying, we exist. I hope. Yeah, like. <laughs> you could just go with, like, hey, this is my first time in. Yeah. You know? This is so neat. Yeah. Whatever. Good job. Or, I like, I, don't, I mean, people people do do that. They're, I've had a handful of people say, like, you know, I go to a lot of comic book shops in, around the area, and, like. This one's pretty well organized or like mm-hmm. it seems really clean in here or, yeah. you know, stuff like that. And that's, thank you. Mm-hmm. That, that I love. I had a couple in a few months ago and um, the the wife, she came to the counter and she said, you know, like they were all looking for something. And she said, you know, I want you to know today's my husband's birthday. And all he wanted to do was go on like a small little road trip around the state to comic book shops. Yeah. And... Um, this is one of the ones that's like his favorite on the list. Aww. She's like, he always finds whatever he's looking for, mm-hmm. but they unfortunately lived like in like May's Landing or something. Oh, geez. So like this yeah. was like a hike that they were literally 100%. like doing a venture to find different to shops. To that in perspective, May's Landing is like a half hour south of me. Yeah. And I already travel an hour to be here. Yeah. Like I can't imagine, you know, she's like, I wish this was the regular shop that he could go to, mm-hmm. but it's not. This is a trek. And and I was like, Jesus, like, thank you so much. You know, like to hear like that. That was like on his like road trip wish list to like like, this place up. Yeah, we were a checkpoint. And I'm certain like if he knows about it, he's already like made the trip before. And they're like, Mm -hmm. we'll we'll make a day of it. We'll go to like the key Exactly. And we'll. Yeah, I've definitely done stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Like I remember when. When you lived out in Maniunk and we'd be like, okay, cool. We're going to go see Kaylin and Maniunk. Mm -hmm. We're going to go to. um we're going to go to the comic shop out there. We're going to go to the one tavern that we like. We're going to make sure. And, you know, like just the points of like yes. h- making a trip out of mm-hmm. a trip or whatever. Yeah. I love that. But anyway, speaking of, we went to 3BR. Yes. Last night. The newer-ish, we'll call it, distillery. They, they opened, opened about a year ago. April 2021 was yeah. their official opening date. Um, I fucking had a blast. I love the vibe, the everything. Everything. I was so excited. Their like, ordering system? So weird. I've never seen anything like that. That's so cool. So weird, but so fucking cool. You don't have to talk to anyone. No. You don't have to talk. And like, I would imagine, like, I, I waited and, and served for quite a quite mm-hmm. a bit. I would like to not talk to anyone either. 
I would just like to be like, for like here the, are your drinks. Bye. For, like the over anxious, like, okay, I read mm-hmm. the menu of I want this. And then now I have to walk up to a bar mm-hmm. and tell them I want this. And then hope that they see me with my, yes. you know, wad of cash hanging yep. out in my hand, you know, like yep. that I get served or whatever. Yeah, we No, do. you zap the QR code because QRs are thriving we in talked about our this. current economy. Yes. And then you just literally go, you touch it. Yeah. What you want and add it to your order. That was so cool. And you just like pay right there. Yeah. And then like you keep adding to your order and then you could close out. Yep. And it's they bring you your amazing. drinks. You don't have to wait on. In a couple minutes. It wasn't like the turnaround was long either. No. And it was kind of busy. Yeah. I was I really excited was... to see that too. I mean, I wouldn't say it was like standing room only, but I don't think like there was like a table available. I am glad I reserved that table. Yeah. That was very smart. That's another thing you could yeah. reserve. Um, and it's. Bring your own food. You mm-hmm. could bring food from the outside. You could bring a fucking plate of spaghetti if you wanted mm-hmm. and eat it there. And like I said shit. to you last night, I liked that there were people who were all taking part in that too. Oh, yeah. Like it for didn't sure. feel weird. Like we were the only ones yeah. like with our sack lunches. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Because I feel like I've done things like that where it's like, well, it says, it says you can do this. Yeah. So let's just bring our stuff. <laughs> when we were... A couple of years ago, we used to, they don't allow this anymore. We used to go to the Mammoth Racetrack uh-huh. with like the whole family. They would do like, they do like special days, Irish day or whatever uh-huh. day where they have like events on top of, like they have like a fair on top of just the horse races. Oh, I'm very familiar with that. And my racetrack. family would always go for Irish day and we would, everybody bring in like a cooler with like their personal sandwiches. Full but- of corned beef cabbage and that's <laughs> it. <laughs> and you had to grab a handful. <laughs> that's like, you know. One's bringing chips, one's bringing potato salad, whatever. Yeah. And you bring, we'd bring like, like a buffet picnic. of yeah. stuff for everybody to share. And we'd take over a couple picnic tables. Mm. And, you know, when you first get there, you're like, oh, this feels like, you know, I don't illegal. know. Maybe we're taking advantage of this it thing. It feels illegal. Yeah, it feels illegal. <laughs> no, I get that. But we did go on the perfect night last night. Yeah. They, um, I think from what you explained, if I remember correctly, is that they were getting some grief. I, yeah, I glanced over. A th- I, you know me. I read mm-hmm. the headline of an article while I was scrolling. <laughs> really, really putting in the work, really delving in and getting yeah, those details. Apparently, people were criticizing uh, un, uh, like that it's, it's a bar owned by two Russian brothers, and they serve vodka. Yeah. And... Right now, they're trying to ban Russian vodka, which is like, it's dumb. But whatever. Uh-huh. It's not, that's not the fucking point. No. That's not going to fucking do anything. I, I get all these companies that are like, yeah, hurting a brand up. new small business in Keyport, New no. Jersey doesn't. No. Yeah. So they must know that they're getting some sort of heat. So they mm. decided, um, and, and, and before they decided this, they were also, you know, coming out and like, was like, no, 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 we support Ukraine. Yeah. Of course they yeah. do, right? Like, <laughs> And um, last night they did, um, what was it, like a raise your drink thing? It was called something, mm-hmm. but they were donating 10% of their proceeds to um, efforts to aid Ukraine. Plus, they were doing a fucking, like, a donations drive. Yeah. So And when we got there, you had a big bag of stuff with you, and I mm-hmm. swear I saw, like, three bags in that room. Yeah. And then you, had, you know, your bag was added, and then by the time we were leaving, it looked like it was kind of heaping over. Yeah. So that was really cool. Yeah. So and we- then I saw on their socials later on that they raised over $1,000. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was pretty rad, yeah. too. And, you know, like, we had a great time. Also. Gotta love it. Yeah. The fucking drinks were cool What was hell. that mule called? Something with an L. 
like lemonade or lemaski. Uh huh. Hold on. Either way, that was like that is obviously like a signature drink there. That mule was like no mule I've ever had. It was, it was so, so good. good. And you got like a spicy marg, which you liked, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, all the good. drinks were really, really good. Atmosphere was cool. They had like a, a musician up there doing some songs. Um, the only critique I would do is say like the audio maybe needs to chill out just like a yeah, little Yeah, it was a little bit. loud. But we're also just like getting old. That's true too. <laughs> it's so true. This definitely feels like the place where we're going to have to bring book club though. Oh, 100%. For sure. I feel like we'll be able to fit nicely and uh, it fits what I feel like the vibe of our book club is right now anyway. I think it'll be really conducive to like a hang. Leningrad mule. Leningrad mule. Leningrad mule. Delightful. Can't say enough good things. We'll be back there. I feel like I have poppy seeds stuck all in my, like, like my teeth. I feel like are lined. The cracks between my teeth are just lined with seeds from bagels right now. I don't see nothing. No? Mm. This is like... I really feel it. I'm sorry yeah. I'm making like these teeth sucking noises right now. Well, now I gotta check mine. It's horrible. Head. We just got bagels. We just got bagels. <laughs> when did Mad One eat bagels? Um, well, what else? I don't know. Um, let's see. Oh, so 3BR, if you're interested, is on Main Street in Keyport, right next to Nature's Plate. Yeah. But also keep in mind, Nature's Plate closes at 7. So if yes. you really were banking on Which getting Nature's for- Plate to bring there, then make sure you go before 7. A uh, thing that we absolutely forgot. Yep. Was that they close early. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to rack my brain with like anything. I mean, this last week was just a blur of like Today's St. Patrick's Day. Is it? Yes. Oh, happy the St. 17th, Patrick's Day. Right? St. Patrick's Day is the 17th? Yes. Yeah, today's St. Patrick's Slancha. Day. Slancha. Slancha? Yeah. What is that? It's like the Cheers of Ireland. Is it? Yes. I don't know. That feels like Slancha. Slancha. I'll spell it out for you so you can see it. Oh my God, Kaylin. I'm Irish. I understand. Okay. Here we go. The meaning of Slancha. Cheers in Irish. That's how it's spelled. Looks like it's spelled Slanty, but it's pronounced Slancha. Slancha. Oh, like how Sersha looks yeah. like seahorsey. Yeah. Yeah. All those fucking weird names. With all the, they're not umlauts. They're like whatever. Their accent marks are bizarre. Yep. Let's add some Irish music to this show then, but not. Not. Not what? Not. I almost said Fleetwood Mac. Not. Not Dropkick Murphys or the other one. Vlogging Molly. Vlogging Molly. Neither of them. <laughs> come on. So let's go to our first song. All right. Well, I guess and then we'll come back. I read a book and you read a book, right? We read books. We'll talk about books that we read All and right. hope to get you to read the books also. Let's read them. All right.
Malin. Hey, Doug. <laughs> What'd you read? Uh, so I read the new... DC has been putting out this, like, YA graphic novel line. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've talked about them a bunch. Like, I read the Mr. Miracle one not too long yeah. ago. And I just read the Green Arrow book. It's called Green Arrow Stranded by Brandon Deenan and Belle Hasala. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. It's like, it kind of felt like the perfect jumping on point. It was truly just his origin, Oliver Queen's okay. origin. So it kind of like, I've read a handful of Green Arrow stuff, like, surprisingly. Yeah. When they announced that, like, they were going to do an Arrow show, I was like, who's this? You know, like, and I feel like I always had is... that curiosity around new character This might be so dumb, media. but did Seth Rogen play Green Arrow? No, he played the Green Hornet. Green Hornet, okay. Yeah, in the um, Michelle Gondry. And then Gondry. Ryan Reynolds was... The Green Lantern. Green Lantern, uh-huh. okay. <laughs> Green Arrow is the character from the show Arrow that was on the CW. Yeah, I never watched that. With Stephen ML, I think is his name. I don't know. And, uh, yeah, so I read a few. I read, like, Longbow Hunters, and I really enjoyed that. Yeah. And then I had read a a different origin book. What universe is he in? Is he Marvel? DC. Oh, DC. Okay, sorry. And so this is basically a reimagining of his origin story. It's uh, one of the... I mean, it seems to be a constant in all of his origin stories is that he's on a plane and the plane crashes on a deserted island and he has to survive the deserted island. Okay. He does have bow skill and uh, he hones that skill to basically get by on a deserted island. Sure. For hunting purposes, I would imagine. Yeah. So he, he crash lands on this island with his father, his father's business partner, and the business partner's son. Okay. And uh, in the immediate crash he finds only his father who's like dead no but he's like really messed up he's broken some ribs he can hardly move and he's just okay. laying there and he has to you know keep them alive in order and find you help know help eventually somehow yeah yeah so he has to you know use the island to survive and everything mm-hmm. it was really good this book is mostly intended for you a young to, audience like... but you should have to like have to complete like a survivor's course before mm-hmm. flying private, right? You really should. <laughs> you really should. This happens way too and, like, often. Beyond like a survivor's course, <laughs> he also does things like at one point, Oliver he he finds part of the fuselage and everything, and he mm-hmm. like has to take he takes pieces out of like the equipment and like wiring yeah. and and like components and chips and everything to like fashion mm-hmm. arrows and arrowheads and like everything yeah. so like he really has to he uses every part of the buffalo of the airplane understood you know, yeah to try to get them to survive not get them you know what I mean. year is this is this like oh it's you know in amorphous really? oh, all of these okay. original graphic novels are all usually set in like a modern feeling okay. realm because they're like, meant to get people interested who are interested in like the television show and curious about comics. These are usually like these are kind of used as like a, a stepping stone. These okay, books, right on. You know, I get that to give you a, a glimpse into a character that you had interest in, and like kind of how they got their start yes. or whatever. Also, I mean, it's got to be a little bit for DC as well to dip a toe and be like, "Do you guys like this?" That's what they're doing is these graphic novels crashed on an island. Is that cool for you? (laughs) These graphic novels are used as like um, 
because a lot of kid books right now, like the Diary of a Wimpy Kid, Big mm-hmm. Nate, and all of this, these are really made to try to capture that audience and get them involved in like Reading. the big two superhero books because they're not as easy to crack sometimes i thought it was more noble and i was just going to be reading in general i don't know if they're like just trying to promote literacy (laughs) they're trying to promote literacy but specifically to their brand (laughs) it's honestly a glorified picture book with like there's two sentences Uh on each page the quick fox jumped over the lazy dog (laughs) So what did you read, Kaylin? I started reading On Tyranny, and I, I did not finish it yet. I was hoping to finish before we recorded, but we... Bit of a tone shift of my, like, Oof, children's yeah. Green Arrow story. So the book is called On Tyranny. It's by Timothy Snyder, who also did Mouse, correct? No. No. No, I... So, okay. This book had a free chapter this past free comic book day okay. that was available, and then it came out over the summer. Uh I had recently, when Mouse became a big headline a few weeks back, uh, because it was being banned from schools in Texas, Mm -hmm. uh, Ken, our friend from Book Club, had sent me a link of the author, Art Spiegelman, who wrote Mouse, talking about his book being banned in schools. And he said, if you want a real, like, he basically said, like, my book was great for its time. If you want to read something that will impact folks mm-hmm. like my book did when I first put it out, yeah, On Tyranny is that book. Like he recommended that book as like a further reading on like that's the connection. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. So I'm once I heard now. that, I was like, oh, we had had that in the shop. I should make sure that I have more copies of it. Yes. Because if this is truly like a, you know. A, a great way to expand your f- viewpoints on things. Well, then we I, should have that as well. I believe so. Um, well, it's by Timothy Snyder, and it says 20 lessons from the 20th century. Um, I'm probably, what do you say, half, three quarters of the way done right now? Yeah. Something like that. Four sixths. Um, and I think it does go to that point of like where, like, I. I think this is more eye-opening for me. I don't think it's going to change my mind on because yeah. I'm currently in agreement with everything uh-huh. that they say here. But I do want my father to read this because I really think, um, although they don't name our uh, 45th president, uh-huh. um, they do like mention him and he is shown in there and, and spoken about a lot and the comparisons between him and like, you know, Hitler and like, you know, certain situations during uh-huh. the, you know, terror of the Soviet Union and um, Stalin and shit, like, are very apparent. Mm-hmm. And my dad, like, is very, very much into World War Two. So I'm like, if I show him this book and show him how they break down, like, the <laughs> How it mirrors the baddies from this instance exactly. to the baddies from this instance and that they literally are reflected. Yeah, so honestly, if you truly sat down and, and read this, I think he would have a different outlook, honestly. Yeah. It's very beautifully written. It's very concise. It, it breaks everything down into chapters because it's honestly 20 lessons. So you mm-hmm. have 20 different reasons or, I mean, I guess, examples of, like, tyranny in each section and how things slowly change to, you know, this is what's acceptable in normal life to, like, now we're accepting, like, a mass genocide of the Jewish people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, this is how 
you being compliant with like autocrats can like lead down this slippery slope. And I, it, I have not read this book, but I can imagine that in our country right now, mm-hmm. we are undergoing a – I don't know how to phrase this. A divide? A divide where they're trying to villainize queer people mm-hmm. and like in in Florida – don't say gay passing the don't say gay laws and stuff to try to like erase queer people from like history and the the present and you know in general as we know it yes yeah and just like the rolling over and allowing that to happen then leads to blah 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 like Mm -hmm. leads to the you know yeah it's it's disgusting Uh it's not gonna change i mean I mean, it's going to change things for some folks, but it's this isn't going to make being gay go away. No. Yeah. It's not. It's just going to be more antiquated, like mm-hmm. in the 60s where you had to hide being gay, but that's like a fucking shame, you know? Yeah, but it's now, very... like, they, children have other media that they can consume. Mm-hmm. They'll know that, like, being gay is a thing, and it's also, like, not a thing and it's also not a bad thing or a good thing it's just is what it is it just is a thing yeah it's, it's a not thing. i'm curious to read this book i really am i had every yeah. intention of the other day but i just got swamped with other stuff it's it's longer than it's deceiving because like even i like i felt like i read it kind of like maybe like a half hour hour like at the beach a couple yeah. days it's formatting is really interesting and the pictures are so fucking cool. Yeah. Like. It's got like a zine diary cut yeah. and paste kind of style to it. That's really neat. They have like their own drawings and they have little cartoons in there. Then they have like actual pictures from like actual shit. So yeah. like it's it's a mix of like mediums in, in here. But it's so fucking good. I really would suggest everyone crack it at least. I love the cover so, too. That, right? like, origami skull. Yeah. It's really neat. It is very neat. I loved it. I love it. I'm going to finish it today. I'm just, like, bummed out. Why? By, like, everything, everything? in the world. Oh, yeah, geez. I know. We need it, a fluff piece. So one of the things that I think would be really cool is, and I don't, I'm not meaning to put your father on the spot. Sure. But people who hold very conservative ideals mm-hmm. and republican ideals and everything mm-hmm. that the idea that he would maybe read this and it would change something mm-hmm. sounds really awesome and i hope that That's you get the case. outcome that you're looking for even just yeah. the slightest change of language change of mm-hmm. you know listen <laughs> this is gonna sound so fucking cocky mm-hmm. but i really don't care <laughs> my dad is fucking lucky he has me as a daughter uh-huh. if he had just my two brothers, he would be a way shittier person. Yeah. Like, I don't let him get away with shit. I don't let him get away with saying certain shit. Mm-hmm. And he's definitely gotten a lot better, a lot more open about stuff yeah. over the years. Um, People yeah. don't like to be taught new ways of thinking and, and this, ways of whatever. And if, when you read this, this is like... It gets you fucking amped Mm because, like, it tells you, like, you shouldn't – if you say nothing, you're equally as complicit. Even if you don't – Here's a really good example of us. Mm -hmm. 
of uh, so we've been holding book club and it wasn't until recently that someone suggested that when we introduce ourselves mm-hmm. we say the pronouns that we prefer yeah that we you know and it's like well yeah we maybe should have been doing that maybe that would make some people feel a little bit more comfortable 100% and maybe it's it's just the smallest change mm-hmm. in the like but we were cursed with this like sense of familiarity where we 100%. all felt like we knew each other and then yeah. it kind of felt like you know like haha like oh wow so you know i'm my name I pres- you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, we felt like, oh, this is almost kind of like glib for us to do because we all know each other. Yeah. But it's not. No. It's not. And it's nope. not a hard thing to do either. Nope. You know? Like, it was really cool that we were able to just, like, take that note and be like, yeah, let's do that. And mm-hmm. now we do it at book club. Yeah. And it's not a... I don't know. It's, it's just not a hard thing. thing that could leave like something, you know, space open for somebody yeah. to be like, hey, you know, just so you know, yeah, I identify as they, them, or she, her. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just a, it gives a little bit more respect to people. Absolutely. And that. And that's like I that really I think is a perfect example of our like modern trying to mm-hmm. grow. And I think it's really important to say that, like, even though I think we try to be very open, like, I think it's very important to state that, like, we are still learning. Yeah. And everybody should always still be learning because, like, there's new things that can come about. And you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. you just have to have, like, an open mind toward it. You know what I mean? And, And if it comes down really truly to whatever, like, if somebody wanted to be called fucking anything it's truly about respect if yeah. that's what you want sure I don't, I don't fucking care yeah call you whatever you want you want to be a hamburger patty i'll call you a fucking hamburger patty uh-huh. that's that's your truth. it's none of your business yeah it doesn't matter it doesn't yeah. matter that all right so i was like oh i feel like everything's so heavy and now we went heavier yikes sorty i thought we were going with our fluff piece uh, let's take a break, go to a song, and come back and do some shop news. A song? A song.
Doug. <sighs> Kaylin. What's going on at the shop? So we have a lot of good books that are out this week. One that I'm very excited about that I had a chance to read a little bit earlier in the day, month, year. year. Yeah, I read it in February. <laughs> um, the brand new Batman Superman World's Finest number one came out to uh, this week. Right on. And I really, really loved it. It was really yeah? good. So kind of like as a murky timeline as to when it takes place, it's kind of like a story of... A current storyline of Batman and Superman solving okay. a case together, Are they, oh, mixed with a flashback friends of now. yes, mixed okay. with a flashback of like the for one of the first times they met one another while fi- while solving a case. Are they in know. love? Batman and Superman? I think so. I feel like they are a little bit. I don't think it's romantic love, but I think they love each other. Oh, no. I thought, like, truly it was romantic. You think so? I think it What about Lois Lane? Where does she fit into this, then? I never liked Lois Lane. I don't (laughs) get the point of her. I I don't understand Wow. I don't know. Um, She's a reporter. Who cares? I mean, I guess in this climate. Technically. Okay, I know one person in particular that is going to send notes to you comparing Lois Lane to Tucker Carlson. Oh boy, okay. (laughs) He is not going to be happy that you said that. Sorry. So the first issue of this series came out this week, and there is a Bananas, Bananas variant on it. Yeah? One of the variants, I love these first of all. So have you ever seen the, um, it became kind of like a popular meme format of Batman slapping Robin. Yes. There's two different versions of it. One where Batman slaps Superman and one where Superman slaps Batman. Okay. Because it's it's Superman saying, in the one where he gets slapped by Batman, it's Superman saying, Batman, are you excited that our book Superman, Batman, World's Finest Number One came out? And then it's Batman slapping him and says, it's Batman, Superman, World's Finest Number One. Okay. And then vice versa. But the art on the book was done by Chip Zdarsky, which, okay, so now say that, yeah. Usually tease me for loving Chip Zdarsky, that I I just, it's too much. So there's those variants. And then on top of that, (laughs) for a reason that I have no idea, I don't know. Mm. There's a copy, there's a variant on this book where Jerry Seinfeld is driving like the old Adam West style Batmobile. Okay. With Superman in the car and they both are drinking cups of coffee while Batman sits in the back seat. Oh, is this like coffee with comedians? Yes. I guess. I don't know why this is a cover, but I love it. So is it is it drawn or is it more it's realistic? Drawn. It's drawn, but it's it's like a modern day Jerry Seinfeld. Okay. Yes, yeah, sitting I'm have in. I to look at this cover. It's so good. I will not read this book. I'm just going to go on, on the. I'm going to see if you can see it from here. Oh, cool. Oh, that is. That is funny. <laughs> that is funny, and that's not what I was expecting. So this variant was supposed to be the one in one hundred variant, okay. but it became so popular that they just made it a standard variant. Oh, fair enough. People loved it that much that they were like, <laughs> "Well, I guess we can't save it for the one in a hundred. Everyone needs to be able to get a Jerry Seinfeld variant." Oh my god, what is this doing for Jerry Seinfeld's ego? I don't know. Too well, much, he I like think. also famously loves Superman. Like, there's so much Superman stuff. I don't trust Seinfeld. a man that loves Superman, to be honest. Kaylin, you have a lot of, like, wills and won'ts this week, Tell it feels me like. you've ever met a, like, decent human being who's, like, rocked a Superman shirt. Tell me, tell me one person. I don't person. know. Probably. Yeah? Maybe. Okay. I see Maybe. a lot more Superman shirted people in my comic Fair book shop, enough. you know. Maybe that's a little bit different than, like, the general, like, public. Uh-huh. Because every man that I've ever seen wearing a Superman shirt has always been a fucking douchebag. Really? 
Yeah. Well, also this week we got Wolverine patch number one. This is kind of like a what if storyline too. It's a. Uh, it's like a. Uh, they're doing the a lot of these Marvel books that are kind of like lost stories of like basically kind of eighties continuity. Okay. Like a what could have been kind of storyline. What else do we have? A lot of good stuff. I kind of dig those, you know. Yeah, that it has like kind of low stakes continuity behind yeah. it, you know. The brand new Carnage series started this week also. And the final issue of DC Horror Presents Soul Plumber number six. This was like a sleeper hit, this book, Soul Plumber. Okay. It's created by the uh, people behind the last podcast on the left. Mm-hmm. It's a horror podcast. This was one of those books that I like saw and I was like, oh, well, I like podcasts. And I've heard of this one. I've never listened to it. Okay. So I made sure that I ordered it. And then we got like, literally, we were kind of flooded with people who were like, do you have the last pod comic? And we were like... Yeah, we we actually do. Wow, right and like, on. We've had a lot of folks come in I for it. I have to it. say, like, your senses of, like, have become very Trying tuned. to, like, gauge the, yes, yeah, the market or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Forecast what's going to be, like, a hit. Mm-hmm. It's pretty, pretty dead on. Speaking of, issue five of What's the Furthest Place From Here <gasps> came out this week also. Oh, my God. So you have to be sure to read that so we can talk about it next We're week. We're going to talk about it next week, yeah. Um, yeah, I try... As best as I can, especially with stuff like that. Like, we had on order the other day a comic by a gaming group called Phase Clan. So okay. I walked to, I walked into the back. Justin was doing something. And I go, Justin, do you know who Phase Clan is? And he goes, no, what do they sing? And I go, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, old man. <laughs> and I go, it says they're a gaming group. And he goes, oh, geez, no. I'm like, okay, well, they're going to have an adventure with Batman. What should we do? You know, like, so okay. then we had to order in this book that we really weren't sure of. And I don't know. I guess when it comes out, we'll see. Yeah. Because, like, a lot of these folks do a really good job promoting their books or whatever once they come out. Yeah. So then we'll get kind of hit with some people who are like, oh, hey, looking for this. You know? Like you'd have to gauge like their social media presence uh-huh. and like, like if their fucking post about this thing got like a million likes, you'd be like, holy shit, this is like a thing. Like when the Fortnite book came out, mm-hmm. we had no interest in the shop other than like a handful of people that I knew Liked DC books and mm-hmm. liked Fortnite that I, w- I was selling them on it. That I was ben like, diagram. hey. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, hey, we've talked about Fortnite. Did you know this book is coming out? And they were like, oh, yeah, throw that on my pull list for me. Right on. So I was like trying to – I remember asking you like, hey, do your nieces and nephews play Fortnite yes. still? And you're like, I don't know. I'll ask them. You know, like – Yeah, Leah so, said no, but then I think Aiden said yes. So it was so a very I, mixed bag I anyway. ordered it and then all of a sudden we're one of the f- few in the area that are open on a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. I got like – 50 phone calls that day and they're like do you have the Fortnite book do you have the Fortnite book and i'm like yeah i do and we sold mm-hmm. through like all of them that day Amazing. basically yeah and it was like people coming like literally moms coming in with four kids with them like i need four mm-hmm. copies of the Fortnite book like you know and i'm like okay That's you know like sick. yeah so it's like you really have to try to gauge this stuff as best you can and yeah you know. Well, I mean, you got three years under your belt, so you're, and you tricky. must be doing something right because you're never. I, hope so. uh... <laughs> I sure hope so. <laughs> I was trying to think of like a way to finish that sentence, but I don't. I don't know how to do that. <laughs> you're that. doing good. And then also the uh, next issue of the excellent came out this week too. There's so much I good don't stuff know what out this that week. Is. The excellent is a. Um, sequel series to The Ecstatics by Mike Allred and Pete Milligan. It's like this ragtag group Mm -hmm. of mutants. I feel like I've talked to you about them before also. I think so, yeah. They're kind of like, they're 
Um, a lot of them were used in the um, X-Force sequence of the Deadpool movie where they all like, yes. get butchered mm-hmm. and die and wood chipped and whatever exploded. <laughs> yes. Yes, I remember. So I really enjoyed the first issue of that and finally the second one is out Everyone now. except for, what's her name? Is it Domino? Yeah. Domino. I forgot Domino was in Deadpool too. She's the only one that survives. Yeah. Because she's got, she's very lucky. Her, yeah, her thing is that she, yeah, she has luck. Yeah. Like she, the in, in a, like, outrageous outcome of like, if she did like a dirt bike flip or whatever, mm-hmm. she'll, the odds are that she'll land it because she has luck. I don't know. Her, her yeah. power seems very confusing to me that she, like, you can equate a lot to luck. I think when they're like in the like security tank at one point, it like, they get ejected or something and she falls on like. A random inflatable teddy bear uh-huh. that's in a construction zone made yeah. to like, um, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Nope. Are you thinking of like the rat? Yeah. Like the scab yes. when like people are on strike. Thank you. And they put the big inflatable Protesting. rat out. Yeah, like Why where they put I a big inflatable rat word? outside. What was I watching where... That inflatable... Oh, my God. It was this most recent season of What We Do in the Shadows. Did you watch that when the doll... Yeah. The doll... The soul of the doll escapes, and it escapes Mm -hmm. into just whatever, and then it goes into one of those big inflatable rats, and and it's walking. And they're, like, dragging it around. Yes. Yes, I do remember that. so stupid. It kind of reminded me of when when Billy Eichner and Julie Klausner did that one episode of Difficult People, Mm -hmm. and they dragged their... Or, no... They drag the rat at one point, yeah. but they cross the picket line, and then they decide that they're going to... What do they protest? I can't even I don't even right remember. Now. I just started re-watching Difficult People. Really? Like, just random oh, episodes here and there, because, like, in season one, there's an episode where Julie... It's the second episode of the season, of the series. I couldn't mm-hmm. believe it was that early on. But, like, Billy needs a father figure so he can better get a role as a father in a movie or whatever. Okay. So he asks Nate... The, like the restaurants, the restaurant owner mm-hmm. to like help him. Okay. So Nate te- tries to teach him how to drive because Billy doesn't know how to drive, and Billy immediately stops. Like is like distracted, and he hits David Byrne on a bicycle. Oh my god! Yeah, he runs over David Byrne, and uh, I vaguely remember. I this. was like, oh wow. I was like, I don't know. After we saw that show, I was like, I wonder if. And I saw that he. I didn't know David Byrne had a he... book called Bicycle Diaries. Yes. And that this was, like, a known thing that, like... He very infamously... He's a bike rider. ...bikes around the city. So I was like, oh, that's so funny because I remember in an episode of Difficult People that Billy hit him while he was riding a bike. So I'm like, I have to see if he had a sense of humor about it and he played himself mm-hmm. getting hit, run over by Billy yeah. Eichner. Because, like, Nathan Lane is in an episode where they famously kill Nathan Lane. Oh, my God. Remember, he puts his hand in the toilet yes. and he dies of toilet hand disease or whatever. Yes. Like, <laughs> Oh my fucking god! So, I watched the episode and it's not him. It's just a gray-haired gentleman who like, like can like whoever they hired to mumble like him. It yeah. sounds like David Byrne mumbling, Maybe but it it's was not too him. Early, you it know, absolutely was. Yeah, Maybe, because Nathan Lane's death was like season three. Right? Yeah, like, and the first season of that show was like this is so like inside bullshit that I like love comedies that I like uh-huh. over whatever. The first season of that that, show was filmed for the USA Network. Yeah. And was supposed to air alongside, um, I think it was called Playing House. 
It was the Jess St. Clair Lennon Parham show. And for some reason, they opted to just air two episodes of Playing House each week instead of okay. Difficult People. They can't. They already paid for Difficult People to be made, but sure. they just like didn't know what to do with it. So then Hulu bought it. Right on. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't seem so it's like, like it, it would fit on the USA Network no, to begin no. with. Yeah, and it because USA had just bought like Modern Family to air in reruns, so it was going to be like Modern Family reruns, then like bookended with difficult this people that doesn't horrible, fit but you no. can't you can't put like a smart comedy mm-hmm. on the usa network no it just doesn't usa work. network is monk is suits is all of those like yeah like offbeat detective shows puddle, or whatever puddle depth yeah crime solving psych yeah. what's the one I said suits already, right? I think I said suits. suits about three times. I literally royal gonna, pains. I was gonna say the guy, the show with the two lawyers. Uh uh-huh. Suits. Yeah, that is suits. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so this last book, what was it called? The excitement. The excellent. The excellent. Mm-hmm. Right on. Is a group of weird mutants mm-hmm. who have a reality show, and that all comes out this week. Issue two came out yesterday. Yeah. Thankfully, because that book, like the first issue, came out in like early February. Wow! And on top of that, this book was teased in 2019. Really? <laughs> yes. Mike Allred and Peter Milligan were like, "We're back, baby! We're making a new series." And we're like, "Okay, when?" And they're like, "I don't know." Shrug. Uh, I don't know. We're working on it. And then wow. every couple of months, people would be like, "Uh, didn't Mike Allred and Peter Milligan say that they were making a new Ecstatics?" And they're like, "We are." And the person's like, where is it? And then it's just <laughs> no response. <laughs> just the ellipsis. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's coming. That's okay, so when? You've only, you almost hit the trifecta. You've named Chip Sidarsky and Mike Allred. <laughs> now I'm just waiting for like James Tinian uh, or something to round him out. I can do it. Oh, wait, didn't we? We talked about what's the furthest place from here. So that technically. Well, that's my, can. that's Matt Rosenberg. Oh. But that what is, that is my trinity, James I think. Tinian? James Tinian is something that's killing the children. But I think I just read something else by him. He does something else. You read Nice House on the Lake? Oh, I got that. I didn't read it yes. yet. I'm excited Funny for enough, you to read that, too. I brought Nice House on the Lake to the beach, but I remember you saying it has to be in pristine condition, but I bought this one on Tyranny, <laughs> uh-huh. so I was like, this is I cool. I lent you a nice house. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is cool. If I drop this in the water or something happens, I'm not going to be in trouble. Yeah, I have your card saved in the system, so I can charge you if I need to for that nice house. <laughs> right on. <laughs> <laughs> it's a library book, but also I have your credit information. <laughs> yet, yet my uh, issue, or volume one, rather, of Something is Killing the Children was on the floor in your living room. No, it's not. Morning. It's under the coffee table it's on the coffee table it was on the floor when i walked in there was it yep it has dented corners anyway it did (sighs) yeah when you brought it to me like the they're dinged enough where i'm like oh fuck name it yeah all right i'm gonna take pictures of it though and post it for you Alrighty. this podcast somebody buy my fucking book give me money this podcast is based out of a comic book shop called the geek oh my god okay first of all before i do this (laughs) Our reboot anniversary is two days from today. Oh my god! Yeah. Please. Normal business hours. Visit us for our reboot anniversary. We will have Girl Scout cookies. Girl Scout cookies. A great sale. A A raffle. raffle. Tons of fun. A clown. A clown. Cam's making threats. Balloon animal artist. No. Won't be there. A psychic. You could go to the psychic on the corner there. Get a cup of coffee. Go to the psychic. Come to the Mm -hmm. geekery. Yeah. Face painter. We don't have a face painter. You, you want a face paint? 
I can't. I can. I need so, better paint this time. All right, I'll get you better face paint. You want to face paint people? I'll fucking face paint people. This podcast <laughs> is based out of a comic book shop called The Geekery, located at 19 Little Street in Madawan, New Jersey. The Geekery can be found online at The Geekery NJ. This podcast can be found on social media at The Geekery Radio. And I can be found at Father underscore K. I've been at Double Stiltskin. My cats are clawing to get into the Slancha. office. Slancha!